This is exactly right. Welcome to my favorite murder, the Men Yosod. That's right. That's my new accent. I love it. Thanks. It's from Sweden. <laughs> the Swedes know what I'm talking about. That's right. They understood what this is. <laughs> they they got it immediately. We're about to read some of your emails that you've sent to us at my favorite murder at gmail dot biz. That's right. And you send us emails about all kinds of topics. We'd like to make out a public call for hometown murder stories again. <laughs> Just because we've gone in such weird directions at this point. We've asked people about for things, for stories about things that uh, are now almost have nothing to do with true crime. Right. So. so close your eyes. Think of your childhood or whatever, high school, college, and this like thing that shook your town. Yeah. That, you know, everyone... Like true crime thing that shook your town. Yeah. Tell us about it with your heart and like how, you know, we want to know the details. And if your grandma's in there, it's a bonus, right. but she doesn't have to be. Yeah. Or if it happened when your grandma was a girl. <gasps> yes. We love told you about it. Family lore, but true crime based. Right. We just want to just a reminder yeah. that that's also what we want. We still love that your little sister stabbed you in the face when you were five. God, I'll tell that story every day. <laughs> exactly. We love it. So don't stop those. We want to do it all, but we also want to make sure people still send us their hometowns you get it well let's go over it one more time <laughs> okay you go, go first, first? Yeah. <laughs> okay uh hello to my queens furry friends and steven yay uh let's get to it uh and then she put an asterisk i changed names out of respect for victims amen and uh, she did which is great i also pulled out a detail she left in because i think it's very indicative okay. so it's almost i changed another name but not of a person got it <laughs> The name of a word. The name of a sentence. I name words just to, it's easier. Back in my 20s, I worked at a TV network uh, where I helped produce all of the horribly wonderful countdown shows that you only really watched when you were hungover. Mm -hmm. While working there, I made friends with a guy named Henry. Whenever anyone in the company needed anything, you always called him. He was a very popular, charming, and good-looking man. Anyway, he became romantically involved with a co-worker of mine. We'll call her Jenny. It was under the radar for a while but after a few months they decided to dot 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 get married what red flag in all caps <laughs> oh. with an exclamation point yeah and the news of their marital bliss was the talk of our office cut to six months later mm. they were separated and jenny moves in with her sister anna who was also a co-worker uh, one day shortly after their breakup i'm leaving work to get into an elevator with him we have some small chit chat I ask him what he's up to that night. He says not much. The elevator doors open. I say, have a great night. And then I'll see him tomorrow. Oh, God. Except I don't see him tomorrow. That night, he goes over to his sister-in-law's house where Jenny is staying to bring her a few things she had left after she moved out. Jenny invites him in. They have some wine. They're actually getting along well until they don't. A few hours later, they start to argue and he becomes enraged. He pulls out a knife and starts stabbing her. <sighs> 13 times, to be exact. Jenny's sister, Anna, hears the screams. She runs to her sister's room where she sees 
Henry stabbing her. <sighs> Anna tries to stop him, but he turns towards her and starts to strangle her. Oh my god! Anna is able to kick herself free and gets away, but she cha- but he chases her down the stairs and starts stabbing her with broken wine glass. Anna manages to grab the wine glass during the struggle, and this badass bitch <gasps> stabbed Henry in the nuts twice. Oh. <laughs> Stephen just had a physical reaction. <laughs> Anna runs out of the house where he keeps chasing her. She's able to make it to the neighbor's house safely. Henry stops in the driveway and stabs himself in the chest and slits his wrist. Oh, my God. A detective at the scene said it was the bloodiest crime scene he'd ever seen in his 30 years on the job. And that's in Los Angeles. Holy shit. Jenny died at the scene. Uh. Anna, her sister, survived. Henry didn't stab himself deep enough. No. Of course. And was convicted of second degree murder and involuntary manslaughter and received 21.5 years to life in prison. That's it's, it. That's not enough, everyone. It's a murder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's still hard to shake that I actually know, know a murderer and someone that's been murdered. Yeah. Uh, stay sexy and be careful of office romances. And then she wrote, ugh, see mom dating in LA really does suck. Oh, <laughs> amen. And that's from S. Oh my God. Okay. That's, an, I love that we just called for this thing and then it's like, well, here's and then we're one like, now. Oh yeah. That's the right. most intense one. Well, that's awful. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy that she saw him that night. I mean, that day on the elevator. Right. And also it's like, I think we picture, you know, I was just reading a thing on Twitter and they, they were talking about um, things to do if like a man approaches you and kind of won't leave you alone uh-huh. and like different strategy and stuff like that, which was very cool. And then someone else retreated it and wrote, but please remember that the, the danger, the largest percentage of danger comes from people you know totally and it's like i think that's it's fine to cite but it's like but that's a thing that what's happening here i think is like no one would expect it right these are these are like these crimes of passion these things that like yeah and or it's like this guy is my coworker. he can hold a job he's sane he's normal he's in an office with me does a good job therefore he wouldn't hurt anybody right yeah i think that's the just don't let's secret is to not trust anyone okay right no matter where they work not going to read you the um subject but it does start similarly to yours hey queens cats and mustache wow (laughs) everyone's getting it down to a science right my dad recently reminded me of a murder scene he found in his town with his grandpa Mm -hmm. my dad said when he was about 10 he was coming home from visiting his grandpa in hump tulips washington spell that please h-u-m-p then the word tulips. tulips. Hump tulips. And then it says, yes, that's a real place. <laughs> Second only to Sprankers, New York. Sprankers. He came across a car wreck and a man sitting on the side of the road. Being a small town in the middle of nowhere, they got out and helped the man get a hold of the police and a tow truck. The man said he was driving with his wife and child in the car and they had died on impact. The cops came and didn't ask them any questions besides asking if the man had anything to drink. He let the tow truck take the car away, all caps, with the bodies inside. What? Yeah. Old timey small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like an open and shut case of driving on a dark road in the middle of nowhere and missing a deer. But my dad said that night stuck with him and his grandpa for a long time because what woman in 1960s leaves the house naked? No. My dad said he even mentioned it was odd to the police, but small town cops suck. Well, 30 years. Oh, oh, careful. I know. (laughs) 
well, 30 years later, the husband comes forward and said he murdered his wife and child that night, put them in the car, and tried to kill himself by crashing the car. <gasps> the small town cops never thought a family man would murder his wife and young child, so they never looked into the, further into the case. <sighs> anyway, stay sexy and don't get murdered. P.S. Accounting is boring. I would know because I am one. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. I, know. I when you said what what woman drives naked, I just got this Chills. odd chill where it's just like something ain't right. Yeah, I mean like the you know for a fact something's not like, right. Right. Why would why in God's name would that woman be naked in a car? Totally. That's horrible. Ask one question, please. Please just ask a couple questions. Just a couple. It this starts what's the crake? So, but this is from Ireland. Okay. Hey, ladies. And I don't know if I'm saying crake, right? Of course. Okay. But that's what it looks like. Um, but I've seen it written when we were over there. Yeah. It's, I guess it's slang. <laughs> okay, grandma. Uh, this is not a murder, but a hilarious story from one of my grandmother's friends. Love it. Look, that's also what this show is. We all need it right now after those first two stories. <laughs> yes, right? Please. I'm from Belfast, Northern Ireland, and my mom was, uh, my mom has told me this story many times throughout my life, and it's probably one of my faves. So back in the 70s, times were hard due to the troubles. A lot of women didn't work. My grandma's friend, let's call her Sally, was a single mother and times were hard so she decided you guessed it to turn to selling her services for a bit of the extra money uh oh i put the the in there for a bit of extra money she was approached by a man with an odd request in the south of the in the south of the city we're from the in parentheses we're from the north so a couple miles away Mm -hmm. he has asked her to wear a shroud yes a funeral one Mm -hmm. and get into a coffin Oh, no. As it's for a bit of cash and money is tight, she agrees. Why not? Yeah. Then he tries to put the lid on the coffin. <sighs> Sally freaks out and and bolts out of the house and runs down the main road in this funeral shroud. Fair to say she got a few horrified looks along the way. Thank you for making me feel less lonely in the true crime world. Please add Belfast to your next UK and Ireland <laughs> tour. I would love to see you guys. Stay sexy and don't get in a coffin wearing a funeral shroud when alive. Linz. What exactly is a funeral shroud? It's the uh, veil okay, that you put thought. over the face. Okay. Yes. I'm, I believe. That's what I thought. Too. Okay. You know, I'm sure it's another word for tea over there. <laughs> Could be anything. How do I know? How would you know? How really would I know? That's terrifying. Funeral shroud. Or is it? No, shroud of turn was the full body. Yeah. Wrap. <gasps> she was basically like wrapped up In like a, a mummy. Steven's nodding. He's looking at us. It's a funeral. Sh- I just pictured a lacy black I did veil. too, but I don't think that's what it is. No, no, no. Oh, Steven's. Oh, it's like. It's like a... Oh, it's... She... She. Ba- okay, he asked her, based on the picture Stephen just brought up, to be wrapped up... Yeah, in like sheets, essentially. In sheets, a full, but full covered, head to toe. Yeah. And so she's... And she's running down the street. She's basically running down the street like a mummy. That's what... That's the part that threw me off, because I was like, so what? It's just a... Okay, no, that's a lot worse. <laughs> um, you know, we really put the context clues together in this. <laughs> we asked the internet. Yeah. Guys, we're learning and growing. It says, this bamboo burial shroud is two two ninety nine on... FuneralDirect.com. Oh, wow. So, like, they're expensive. Get a bamboo one. Be organic. It essentially, guys, looks like a funeral shroud looks like what a body is in sometimes if there's a burial at sea. Yeah. Where the body is wrapped like that. So, basically, this woman was running up the street like a mummy. <laughs> guys, we figured it out. God bless everybody. Um, Hey, y'all. 
Hey. When I was six- Hi, y'all. Hey, Hi. y'all. <laughs> when I was 16, my mom and I lived in a house in the middle of nowhere. It's normally pretty quiet. One night, about 2 a.m., I noticed a light outside my bedroom window and realized there was somebody in our backyard with a flashlight. Mm-mm. I got nervous and went to get my mom, but when I left my room and walked down the hall, I spotted her crouching in the kitchen and frantri- frantically gesturing for me to be quiet. She had seen the light, too. Oh. We waited for what felt like 10 minutes as the light appeared in every window as the person outside walked around the house. Finally, somebody knocked on the door and my mom peeked out the curtains, gave me a look and then opened the door. It was a police officer. He told my mom that they had received a phone call from our home phone, but nothing was said, only heavy breathing. They thought someone had broken in and we were trying to keep from alerting the intruder. My mom told them that was impossible because we did not have a phone line at the time. And besides, it was just her and me in the house. Eventually, the cop left and we went back to bed. I don't like this at all. Mm -hmm. The next morning, however, we opened the living room curtains and nearly had a heart attack as on the window were two handprints as if someone had been trying to look through the window. (gasps) Uh, Yeah. Like parentheses hands? Parentheses hands next to your face. Around your eyes. Okay. Over the next six months, my mom and me would routinely come home to find all the lights on, our dressers and medicine cabinets emptied, wall decorations taken off the wall and on the other side of the room, and once I came home from a date and found every light on and every door open. What? Including the front and back doors. Everybody. Yeah. Run. I had to beg a friend to come check the house with me because I was too afraid to go in. Then, as suddenly as it started, it all stopped. My mom thinks it was a married woman my mom's ex-boyfriend had been cheating with that had been harassing my mom's phone for over a year. Oh, no. My mom had physical evidence of the affair that she was holding onto for safekeeping and (laughs) Uh blackmail. Uh And she believed the woman was waiting until we were gone and trying to find it and never did. But wanted us to know she was watching. Yeah. To this day, I still get nervous visiting my mom overnight because I'm worried that this mysterious intruder will come back. Stay sexy and don't let weirdo women follow you home. Oh. And there's no name. Wow. How? What? Like, it's harassment and terrifying. Also, the visual I had in my head of walking into like seeing something scary and then trying to figure out what's going on and walking into the kitchen see your mom crouched <gasps> down mm-hmm. and show like making gestures to be quiet is like a, such a panic moment what scared me more was walking getting into the house and all the lights are on and the doors are open yeah that's that's just like but then i thought it was like we were going into uh to um a ghost story yes extra totally. i was gonna say extraterrestrial though but what did i mean <laughs> you meant um paranormal paranormal <laughs> extra paranormal <laughs> terrestrials georgia have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant like perfectly scrambled eggs oh my god yes karen and then all i want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day well you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient Made in cookware. Made in was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made in. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of made in products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's It's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. 
What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill. If you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom, it's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea, because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional, and be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter promo code SPACE80. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. You know how I like to for the third one, save it for a perf story. Oh, always. Hello. I'm fairly new to your podcast, but I'm so grateful my friend recommended you crazy kids. You keep me company on my long commute to work. And I uh, thank you for your humor, kindness, honesty, and true love for, quote, your people, i.e. murderinos. I was listening to 
the Hallmark Perv story, and it um, took me back to my retail management days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked in a store called Garden Botanica. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I worked in a store called Garden Botanalia. <laughs> no. And then in parentheses, it was like Bath and Body. Our uniform was a company shirt, and we were allowed to wear any bottoms as long as they were black. Oh. So you just go crazy yeah. in those retail jobs. We wear <laughs> Be yourself. We often wore black tights and a cute little skirt just in case any cuties came into the store. Well, we often did attract cuties, but there was there was this one time we attracted a super perv who loved feet, especially in black tights. Oh, dear. And he loved to call the shop and tell us how much he loved our feet and what he'd like to do with them. What the fuck, man? (laughs) For real. Like, have that perversion all you want. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Don't share it with the world. Nobody asked. Yeah. Okay, parentheses. Oh, just at the end of that sentence, she wrote, or, yeah, she wrote, insert drive heave here. <laughs> <laughs> the girls would tell me about his calls and it went on for a couple months, but I never, I had never answered the phone when he would call. Finally, I got his call and I was so ready for him. Mm. He went on with his perv talk and finally asked me, would you like that? I replied in a super sexy voice. Oh, yes, that sounds amazing. But I hope you don't mind a little toe jam. Don't you love the taste of toe cheese? Ew! <laughs> I heard a quick gasp on, on <laughs> and the line went dead. And that is how we got rid of the super perv who loved feet. Yeah. Yes. Stay sexy. And remember, there are two ways to talk dirty. <laughs> Beth. <laughs> I love it. She solved that problem. That's so good. Garden Botanalia. You've never had a better store manager than Beth. Amen. <laughs> okay. Uh, last one. Hey, MFM crew. Hey. Then it starts. We're in it. <laughs> We're in it. Last episode, Georgia read the hometown about the girl getting stabbed in the face by her sister, and Karen talked about how kids do things just to see what happens. Mm -hmm. Well, as a lifeguard for five years, I can definitely attest to that. I worked at a private summer camp in Connecticut where the schedule would allow each camp group to come into the pool for an hour a day. The kids would come over in shifts and regroup by age, um, blah, blah, blah. Well, in the uh, in the four-year-old group, there was often quite a few kids who weren't strong swimmers. They would stay in the shallow end of the pool and usually just sit on the stairs with their legs in the water. This included one boy, one four-year-old boy by the name of Logan. Now, Logan was an interesting kid who, despite being four, had the personality of an 80-year-old man. <laughs> Cute. Oh. He asked a million questions about what it was like to be a lifeguard and often took it upon himself to inconspicuously push the other non swimmers <laughs> from the stairs into the pool just to see what would happen. And that's in quotes. Just to see what would happen. Yeah. Oh, Logan. Since he himself couldn't swim, he was curious as to what would actually happen (laughs) if you ended up in over your head. And on many occasions, we had to ban him from the swimming pool for (laughs) attempted drownings. Oh, no. Logan. As fate would have it, karma came for him when one day, as he was walking around the edge of the pool, he fell in himself, sinking like a rock to the bottom. I quickly jumped in and pulled him out, and he was so shocked that all he kept repeating was, I drowned and you came in after me and pulled me up. I drowned. I drowned. Oh, no. Now, Logan was only under the water for approximately three seconds. (laughs) So we had to assure his mother at the end of the day that he did not, in fact, drown. Needless to say, he never pushed another kid in the pool after that. Yeah, he learned. That's right. Stay sexy and teach your kids to swim before sending them to camp with a pool. Jill. Oh, 
Logan. Well, Logan. I mean, I know that people would interpret that as that he was a homicidal child. Right. But I absolutely get that. He was just that. curious. He wanted to see what it would look like if he fell in. Right. How scary that would be. What would happen to his body. I'm going to try this on other people before I yep. attempt it. They're fine. Yeah. I don't want it to happen to me, though. Real people don't have feelings. At this point, I would just like to, to make this note. Yeah. Okay, my sister says this all the time because she is a grammar school teacher. <laughs> she... Uh, she one time at a at end of school um, school year party at the mm-hmm. public pool um, standing around and looked down and there was just a kid at the bottom of the oh pool and fully dressed my sister <gasps> dove in and pulled this kid out <laughs> which Laura. is if you know my sister <laughs> my sister brought hot rollers to Ireland so she is all about <laughs> outfits getting ready being ready she doesn't want to dive into the pool for any reason no. so when she told me that's where I was blown out but just remember when children drown it makes no noise yeah it, they it there's no splashing there's no it it just is silent and quick so so i just think that's a very interesting detail that's a great that's a great warning as summer is right around the corner <laughs> please be uh all eyes and aware um <laughs> also if there's a logan in the mix <laughs> then you really got to keep your eyes open keep your kid away from logan's <laughs> that's our that's our advice to you uh send us your stories my favorite murder at gmail.com. Dot com is the real one. That's right. But yes. thanks for listening. Yes. And thank you for sharing all your stories. Oh, we love them we so. We love them. Uh, stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, do you want a cookie? <laughs>